Thanks for tuning in. This is episode number 123. Uh, this will be day 12 of our reading uh, Christmas Advent season uh, from The Coming of a Savior. Um, just a reminder, this is our daily reading that leads up to the anticipation of our coming Savior, Jesus Christ. So uh, this scripture today will be coming out of Colossians, another a New Testament passage, and uh, written by Paul. It's going to be chapter 1, verses 15 through 20. So I pray that it's a blessing, and thank you for taking the time to join me today. So we'll begin. Verse 15, Colossians 1. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. You know, I can't help but as I read there, especially in verse 16, for in him all things were created. All things have been created through him and for him. You know, that is so reminiscent of John chapter 1. Um, and because this is, Paul is writing this here to the Colossians, but there is um, a shift perhaps that we see here that we don't maybe see so much in John. But Paul here is establishing it, that he, Christ Jesus, our Lord, is the head of the body the church and what wonderful promises that we can find here in the scripture he's the beginning he's the first born from among the dead so that in everything he might have the supremacy you know you may you may be thinking if you're if you're a uh, maybe careful reader or a careful observer. He, Jesus is in fact not the firstborn from the dead, that is to say, the first one to come back to life. Even in his day, we see Lazarus himself 
coming back, Jesus calling him back to life from death. But there is something that is unique of Jesus that is not experienced through others who have died and then come back to life. But, and, and that uniqueness, namely, once Christ was put to death and then raised back to life by the Spirit, he remained living. All of the other individuals that we've seen in both the Old and New Testament, uh, they may have raised back to life, but there was a point in time where their life ended. That is not the case for Jesus. He, When he came back to life, he remained living and then ascended to the side of the right hand of the Father, to the majesty on high. So we can say, and I think it's fair and safe to say, that Christ himself, being the firstborn, from among the dead. Um, and and it establishes that he is supreme over, over all, even death itself. He comes back to life and remains alive. And so remember when he is showing himself to his disciples in the upper room as, as they're fearing for their lives, and he shows them their, the scars that on his hands, and his side, those remain. Those He is a tangible body to touch and to experience. So it is not some you know, spiritual uh, representation, but he himself, the tomb it's itself is empty, and his disciples could attest to that truth. So he is physically resurrected and and ascended to his place he was before the beginning of time. So I would just encourage you, if you have yet to meet Jesus, the person of Jesus in relationship and intimacy, nearness and proximity, do not hesitate, but reach out to him and ask to get to know him, for he is eager and willing to know you. Um, not obviously not in in the sense of he doesn't know you so he wants to know you there's he he's all knowing so there's nothing he can't know but there is something that is present for him to discover you by way of intimacy by way of covenant because it takes covenant to get to a place of intimacy that you didn't have access to before and that's what he's after is our hearts so that we can then be presented back to the Father because we have put on Christ and we have shed the throne of our own heart. So I pray that you do that. And, and um, if, if these episodes have reached your heart in a certain way, if you have come to know Jesus through these, if your life has been changed and your passion for Scripture has become illuminated, I would so greatly appreciate uh, you reaching out to let me know this. Um, it would be a huge encouragement to me. Uh, but I trust that uh, the Spirit of God is working and moving uh, despite uh, despite anything that I hear. So but please drop me a message if that's the case. 
the Bible Study Podcasts at gmail.com. The link is in the show description notes. So I thank you for taking the time to join me today. Pray that it's a blessing, and we will see you on the next one. God bless. I would trade a million lifetimes for a moment here with you.